Hi, folks. Before we get into this this week's uh, fabulous episode of the MHRG podcast, episode 125, which is called The Fleck Fan and Butt Pussy. Okay. Uh, thank you for <laughs> sticking with us for, you know, this 125 episodes of this show, plus a couple of special editions that are on people's CDs. Yep. And we also have uh, about four or five uh, uh, backstage kind of uh, episodes that are numbered a different way. Uh, the ones that I did were just numbered regularly. Oh, were they? Oh, yeah. okay. Bastard. So maybe two. In any case, uh, before we get to this week's episode, I'd like to share with you what I'm referring to as the M Hog Halloween Horror Special. <laughs> the last couple of, well, no, the last week, week and a half. Uh, I've been going through something, which I'm sure affects many, many people. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sick. I guess uh, I should briefly give a shout out to. Uh, we we have a former guest. I don't want to name him just in case he doesn't want it out there. But he uh, he found uh, a tumor. Yeah. Uh, today or something like that. Yeah, he went to the doctor today and he found one. Right. Ultrasound. Mm. So uh, this guy's got it way worse than than us and me, but. Uh, you know, if you're listening, dude, you know who you are. Uh, our thoughts are with you. 100%. But now we can get to me bitching about something far less serious, but something that's been driving me crazy. So I came to Wayne today. He was actually just finishing up this week's episode as I broke in and, you know, started ranting. <laughs> um, so I needed a new phone. Well, for the last couple of well, I didn't personally, but I wanted a new phone for the last couple of weeks. And my father is on my family share plan. I was with AT&T and uh, my father lost his phone and he needed a new one. And I was kind of ready to leave AT&T because their service sucks. And I've been paying with the data overages. Um, actually, my bill this month is 190. I've been averaging 170 for five months now. It's a lot of money. Adds up quickly. Yeah, that's uh, what that's what I average a month. I average one ninety one one eighty seven, I think, a month on my phone bill. Jesus Christ, who are you with? AT and T. Okay. And it's me and my mother. Does she use data? Yeah. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was ready to leave them because their service sucks, and I'm spending too much money. My bill is starts at one thirty, so like with with taxes and stuff, it's like one thirty five a month or should be. But instead, this month I'm paying one ninety. So uh, I looked around. Verizon's the best, reportedly. Verizon has the best service, but they're also the most expensive when it comes to plans. Uh, I saw that Sprint had a deal. Uh, 20, gigs, 20 gigabytes of data, plus actually an additional 4 gigabytes that they just toss in. I, I, they say free, but it's not free. You're, you're paying for it. They're just giving you a little more than they ordinarily would for what you're paying it's a family share plan on contract and i could get my iphone 6 and i could get my dad a, a new cell phone he doesn't have a smartphone he doesn't need one he doesn't really know how to use the internet i'm sure he could find porn if he, <laughs> he tried but but he doesn't use it so uh all the data everything's for me and you know the tethering for the for the laptops is free so i could use that data granted you shouldn't you know i couldn't do it long term but when I need to check emails and stuff like that, I can do that using my tethering. So I was like, well, oh, you know, and the bill, the, the, the actual plan was for a hundred dollars, you know, I'm like, man, that's a good deal. Yeah. I'd be spending a lot less money than I'm spending right now. And I'd be getting way more data. Now I figured because it's a family plan that there'd probably be like a $10 charge. Right. So I was like, eh, I'll probably end up paying like one fifteen, maybe one twenty, all told, but still I'm paying far less than than i would normally for again a lot more 
I have to say, on the list I have of regrets, like major regrets, you know, of, you know, and putting aside things I've done interpersonally with people, but just choices I've made that affect my future, this probably, uh, joining Sprint probably ranks just below staying in college for five years instead of dropping out of the first year. <laughs> Let me walk you through what's happened in the last week and a half. On September 29th, I went to Best Buy, who usually has the best deals for phones. And you can connect there, and you, you trade in your phone, your iPhone. And I had an iPhone 5, and uh, it's usually pretty easy. It wasn't this time, but that's mostly because their systems were kept going down. I signed up for the plan that I had talked with the young lady. Part of the reason I went there was because I had talked to, to the young lady at the Lakeside store in advance about plans and you know which one would work best. And she seemed far more knowledgeable than the people that I spoke to. And certainly, I was far more confused by looking at the website where I tried to figure out how much I would owe. Uh, I would later find out that's basically on purpose. So I went to Best Buy. I got my phone. I got my dad's phone. And I was really happy. I got a 64 gigabyte iPhone 6. Now, the only caveat was I wasn't able to trade in my iPhone 5 because Best Buy's uh, trade-in system was down. And I put that on my Best Buy credit card. Later realizing oh, I just screwed myself out of basically $200 because you can't, they're just going to give you a gift card. You can't use that towards your, your credit card, which means I basically paid $386 plus, um, plus uh, interest. Right. I left there upset that now I owed $400. Now, I knew I owed AT&T one last bill. That bill turned out to be $190, which I wasn't happy about, but okay, all right. So at this point, I owe $600. Uh, through this uh, transaction Jesus. for a new phone. Then, a couple days later, I get a text from Sprint saying, by the way, remember that you owe $40 extra per phone per line. Oh, well, I'm sorry. $40 extra per line per month. So, uh, And I said, excuse me? W what do you mean I owe $40 per Per line per month, you know. Uh, so I went to the Sprint store on Veterans Boulevard in Kenner, and I sat down with a young gentleman. I waited patiently about 20 minutes till they were free because they're busy right now because of the iPhone 6. And I understand. Right, right, right. I sat down with the guy, and uh, he basically told me, "Yeah, no, uh, you owe 180 per month." And I said, "My plan is 100 dollars per month. Why do I owe 180 per month?" He's like, "Uh, that's uh." A service charge for what? Uh, you should have gone on. Now, there are two options. You can either go on contract or off contract. The on contract is the more expensive one, theoretically, though the way he explained it. Okay. Meaning that I'm paying $40 per phone per month for, for essentially they're not subsidizing the phone. You're paying for it in installments. Bear in mind, I've already paid $300 plus tax. Uh, right, for, for the, the phone. phone, correct. And he said, what you needed to be was off contract, according to him. And I said, why would that be cheaper? I still don't understand why. But uh, he said, uh, you would get unlimited data on this, unlimited talk and text. I was like, so no contract, unlimited data, unlimited talk and text, and it's cheaper than the on contract with limited data. That and, makes no uh, sense at all. Right. And he said, the only difference is, is that you won't, you wouldn't be able to do the tethering. So I said, all right, well, I need to think about this. Now, I was under the understanding that I could just go back to Best Buy, give them back the phones, and switch back over to AT&T. Uh, I would later find out that's not true. <laughs> but before I get into that, let me go into the part where the next day I said, you know what, that's, it's, that's a really good deal. I should do it. So I go to the Sprint store on the West Bank. 
Okay. Over on Manhattan Boulevard. I wait in line patiently. I waited about, again, 20 minutes. The lady uh, brings me to the counter and says, how may I help you? Uh, we get into it. I explain what's going on. And she looks and she says, I don't think you're on contract. <laughs> I said, no. I told them definitely on contract and I signed something. No, I don't think you are. But to tell you the truth, it doesn't matter because I can't look into your into your uh, your account. I said, what do you mean you can't look into your, my account? It's with Sprint. Yeah, but you haven't gotten a bill yet. Until you get a bill, we can't look into anything, so you need to go back to Best Buy. And I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense because I just went to a Sprint store where they looked into my account and said things to me. Right. But I understand. And the woman spoke to her manager, and he said, nope, he has to go back to Best Buy. Now, I figure what probably happened was they didn't feel like dealing with me. Right. That's probably exactly what happened. So they wanted you to go back somewhere right. else. Yeah. So they sent me away, and later that afternoon... I went to the Sprint store that I went to first in Kenner, mm -hmm. and I walked up, and someone said, how may I help you? And I said, well, you can help me by going get your manager, because I need to know what's going on. I'm getting three different stories from three different places, including this one. I need to know what's going on with my account. I need to know how much I owe. I need to know what's going on. And uh, so he says, yes, sir. Goes into an office, talks to a woman. A few minutes later, she comes out. I notice on her name tag, it says assistant manager. Now, I'm just going to assume... That, you know, this was about 5.30 or 4. No, no, it was about 4 o'clock. I'm going to assume the manager wasn't there, but probably was. Hiding in the back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I start talking to her. I explained her my situation. I said, I don't understand how I can get three different stories. I don't, I don't know. I can't understand how Sprint can't tell me how much I'm going to owe per month, much less for the first month. And uh, so she doesn't know what's going on either. <laughs> She's asking her her employees, like, hey, have you ever seen a charge like this before? Oh, uh, no. Oh, I think I know what that is. So she ends up calling Sprint Care. Sprint Care is their online, I mean, their phone number that they call, basically calling Sprint Direct, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It seems like the Sprint store is pretty close, Should know. you know, but I understand it's a corporation, whatever. Oh, so she calls Sprint Care and she says, uh, she starts adding up numbers and she's like, your first bill is going to be 267 or two, I think like 265, $267. Right. And, uh, I said, uh, excuse me for what and basically they kind of give me some sort of song and dance about well the first bill is always high and they never say why oh they say oh it's 75 dollar activation fees per line and i'm adding it up and i'm like that doesn't add up to 265 dollars that doesn't make any sense and i said no one told me about activation fees now bear in mind i went to best buy but they still seem more knowledgeable than the people at the sprint store does at this point <laughs> so i said you know what ma'am doesn't matter I'm uh, no at this point I owe a grand for this phone well this phone technically the other one uh, this isn't what I signed up for now granted $200 of it is for AT&T so but either way this month I owe a grand that I don't have so the next day I go or this well I guess I waited the weekend to go on a Monday I go back to Best Buy and I get in touch with the young woman who helped me who's still the most polite person that I met and I tell her that I want to get rid of this phone and uh, I'm, my dad's on his way to give me back the other phone. I want to switch back to AT&T. So they're looking through my account, and they can't figure out what's going on. They can't. They don't know. They're like, um, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know what this charge is for. So it's like imaginary charges that someone else put in, basically. Mm -hmm. But bear in mind, it's not just happening to me. This is probably happening to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people right now. Or I don't know how many people signed up with, with Sprint over this, but whatever. A lot of people. So I sell my phone back and I start talking to her and I was like, okay, well, thank God I didn't trade in my iPhone 5 
you know, because uh, uh, now I can just go back to AT&T. And she's like, well, they got to run a credit check. And the other thing is that you can't just you can't bring a phone into store and get get it put back on AT&T. Basically, I have to buy a new phone. And wow. So, long and short of it is that I can't go back to AT&T without end up owing even more money. And I would end up with a phone I'm not happy with. So after talking, she says, well, look, why don't you call Sprint and find out what's going on? Because you might even have to pay a, uh, a contract in fee. So I tried calling the number. I used the phone that, that I technically already sold back to them. And uh, they hung up on me. Nice. Yes. Uh, like as soon as I started talking, they hung up on me. So she calls, get someone on the line. And I started talking to the guy and I said, um, I told him my situation. I said, am I going to owe uh, a fee? Like if I, if I like get back out of AT&T, he's like, no, it's within 14 days. So you wouldn't know, uh, a contract in fee. And so I started thinking about it and, uh, I asked her, I was like, so can I trade in my iPhone five if I buy the phone back? And she said, yeah, yeah, you can do that. And I was like, all right, well, that makes it a little better. So I technically owe it less money. Um, oh, oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention the part where I, cause I talked to this guy for a little while. Right, right. And I said, uh, well, how much is my first bill? Oh, I, well, I told him how much is my first bill and also how much do I owe per month? And he's like, uh, well, I don't know. He's like, uh, he starts adding things up and he's like, I think it's going to be about 180 gonna be about 180 185 and i'm like okay well that's much better than 267 for the first bill you know right 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 um 267 whatever it was and um and i said so my first bill is gonna i mean my subsequent bills will be lower than that he's like yeah yeah so i was like probably 130 140 you know because the the, the service charge should have been 15 dollars per phone or something like that right bear in mind once again my dad's phone is not a smartphone Oh, it's not. It's just like a flip phone. No, it's not a flip phone, but it is a cheap little. It's called an LG Rumor. Okay. It's got a keyboard on it. It's a little slide out thing, but it's not a smartphone in any way, shape, or form. So, I'm like, okay, so I'll owe one thirty, one forty. That's more than I thought I was gonna owe, but I can deal with that. That's basically where I was to begin with, but I'll still have more data, and I can do right. the tethering, so I can deal with that. That's been the last week. I checked my email today. My bill finally came in today, two hundred and ninety-seven dollars and some change. It's a little more than you thought, huh? Uh, m- more than anyone told me. <laughs> Now, granted, it, 265 297 that doesn't seem like a big difference. Still more, mm-hmm. and given uh, that amount of money, way too much. And I don't, by the way, the bill is due on October 26th. My line of service started on uh, September 29th, which means not only am I paying uh, or am I expected to pay $300, I'm not even getting charged that. Like, I'm That's not, not even a full a, month. It's not a full month. No. I was like, how does that work? So uh, at this point, I'm losing my shit, and I immediately call Sprint Care. They made me wait. I think I went through like eight different, uh, you know, dial this number screens. So it took, you know, four or five minutes just to get someone in customer service on the phone. And I told the woman, I said, the last person uh, who, by the way, uh, after like later that Monday, I got texts from Sprint Care asking me how the service was. And I said, it was awful. Uh, The phone call was awful. Um, Everything was awful. I would never. Well, actually, I think I gave him a high grade because he was pretty nice. But but the actual how satisfied I am, I said zero. Right. And they asked why, and I said because no one at Sprint Care or in the Sprint stores has any idea what's going on with your own company. That doesn't make sense. Uh, and they said thank you, and we might call you back just to find out more. 
which they never did. Um, so I told the woman, uh, which, by the way, I had not known the guy's name. I'd forgotten it. But they told me in the text his name was Barney. And uh, so I told the woman what Barney had told me. I said, he said 180. This says 297. That is roughly a $120 difference. That's now, a big now, difference. Now, give or take $5. But yeah, uh, 180 for the first month, I was willing to settle for. She's like, no, your regular bill is probably going to be 180 which, to be fair, is kind of what the first story told me but considering i'm getting different stories right and you know and like i said the last guy was with sprint care that was with sprint direct told me 180 for the first month and she's like no and i said to the woman um i'm an adult if i had gone in and someone had told me these things i wouldn't have taken this service but had i had someone explained to me all these hidden fees because let's let's start with the fact that when I talked to Barney, he was like, no, your, your service is $100. No, your service, the, 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 your bill, your plan might be $100 technically. But when someone asks you how much they owe, they're not asking you. I don't understand this shit with people, with fucking uh, companies. When someone asks a company, like let's say we're, we have MHOG Studios right. and someone wants to record here. If they come in and say how much, how much to record at MHOG Studios and we tell them. X amount an hour. Right. Let's say it's $100 an hour. Right. And then later, when we hand them the bill, they did two hours, and we had them a bill for 300 They say, no, no, it was $100 an hour. We agreed on that. Well, yeah, but you have all these fees. Yeah, like no turn-on fees. and do. Yeah, right. yeah, that's stupid. No, fuck you. When someone asks you how much they owe the total. for the service, yes, they want the total. They want to know what they owe. They don't want to know a portion. What kind of fucking retard, you know, and granted... I'm not even blaming these people. This is what they're told by their company, by their bosses and their right. bosses and their bosses' bosses, right. to just to screw people over. Yeah. Um, so I told this woman, I said, I'm not paying $300. I have nothing. Come tell Sprint, come sue me. I have nothing. I have nothing to my name. You want to take my car? It's, it's worth, uh, you know, I don't know, a couple grand tops. Come take, 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 you want to take my comic book collection? Fuck it. I have nothing. Come at me. I'm not paying $300. She's like, well, we do have a payment plan. I was like, ma'am, you're not listening. I'm not paying $300. It's not going to happen. Not. No. And this woman's like, well, I understand why you're upset. Now, bear in mind, I'm actually getting more agitated now than I was. I was pretty agitated, but I was keeping calm, and I kept saying, I'm sorry, ma'am. I know this is just your job. I'm not, I apologize if I'm raising my voice. And she didn't really care, but uh, she kept going, yeah, I understand if you're upset, sir. Is there anything else I can do to help you? And when she said that the last time, I said, yeah, in fact, there is. Give me the next guy up, because uh, I want to yell at a manager now. <laughs> now, knowing that most of the time what they do is they hand it just to the, the person guy next, next to him. him. Yeah. They're not handing it to a manager. So he gets on the phone. But by, by the way, they made me uh, wait for about 15 minutes before they, they put somebody on. And, well, they, and will again, they do that to, to drive right. your aggravation down? Right. And Well, they're hoping that you'll hang up. Right, yeah, that too. Because like, the first, I'd say, I mean, I'm, I'm estimating, eight to ten minutes were silent. And then after that, they had like two minutes of Muzak. So I'm guessing they wanted me to think like, oh, no, the, they just hung up. Oh, well, you know, like like I'm just going to hang up and just let it go with that. Right. So the guy picks up and he's a soft spoken guy. He's of course, like, they, yes, need, sir, they, they need to get him. The service member uh, said that I'm the finance supervisor, whatever the fuck finance supervisor means. <laughs> that means you he's know. the dude that's just standing there. Right. I'm the guy with the made up term. She said, you wanted to speak to a manager. How may I help you? And I calmly and politely started explaining my story. And 
you know, I got to the part where I said, um, I was told 180 for the first month, and then I was expecting 130, 140, like, because if the first month is the highest, then clearly there's a drastic difference. Oh, wait, I'm skipping a whole part where the woman gave me, like, four different explanations for, for what the fees were. At first, there was, like, well, the, the bill is that because there's a $36 uh, activation fee. I was remember I was told seventy five dollars right, right, the first for, time per, yeah, phone. per phone, and then there's like uh, a twenty five dollar access charge for the phone. I said, "What is an access charge?" Well, you didn't pay the full amount for the phone. Now, bear in mind they used to subsidize the phones, like right, you would right. be on a two year contract. And I said, "Well, that's twenty five dollars per phone, right?" Yeah, one's an iPhone, one is a piece of shit cheap phone. Right, right. Why am I paying the same amount? And now bear in mind, and then she said, well, they actually also, they're, it's it's supposed to be 40, you know, which is, again, she's never mentioned this number. She's like, it's supposed to be 40. It'll go up to 40 after the first year. Two years of paying 25, now it's actually one year then plus, but let's take off the, the 40. Let's just stick with the 25 number. That's 24 months right. at $25 per phone. 24 times 50. Uh, I was on the phone, so I asked John to do the math. That's $1,200. Right, that's way more than you would be paying for that phone straight out. Not only that, but like bear in mind I already paid three hundred. So let's take let's take three hundred off for the for the other phone, even though it's not worth three hundred dollars. Let's just stick to the iPhone. That means uh twelve hundred dollars. My fucking Apple laptop with a five hundred twelve gigabyte hard drive did not cost me twelve hundred dollars. I could buy an Apple iPad, I mean, uh, Apple Air or Mac Air, that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, for 1100 It's fucking ridiculous. The, the fucking 64 gigabyte iPhone is worth $1,200? No, it is the fuck not. So basically, I'm getting different numbers. I'm getting all kinds of stuff. You're telling me if I had just paid 700 for the phone? Because I'm pretty sure that's what they cost. It's like seven, dollars $800. About. Like if you, you know, I would have gotten a better deal than quote-unquote financing through you which no one ever fucking bothered to explain <laughs> so i'm explaining this to the guy and uh how i've gotten different numbers i'm not paying three hundred dollars and uh he starts to talk he gets maybe five words in and all of a sudden silence now i'm looking at the phone he didn't technically hang up it's just silence i can't hear anything he's just sitting there listening right uh maybe i don't know i have no idea maybe he did hang up and because sometimes your cell phones will do that where right, somebody hang up and keep... still. but it went on for like another 10 minutes so i took that 10 minutes to sit there and i said look i don't know if anybody's listening i don't know if you're laughing your ass off on the other line fuck this this is bullshit. I am a human being who made the mistake of joining Sprint. And I want you to think about that. I had the audacity to say to Sprint, I would like to give you my money on a monthly basis for two years. I would like to give you my money. And all I ask in return is that my service works. That's it. I'm not looking to screw anybody. I'm not looking to make a profit off this. I'm looking to give you money. Right. And in return, literally within days of joining your service and saying, hey, I want to give you money. You have fucked me. Now, Grant, I'm, I'm cursing now. I was actually pretty polite throughout the whole thing. This is bullshit. This is not a way to run a fucking company. It's, I don't understand companies like this. Like, wouldn't it be fucking cheaper just to have good service? And you would have people going to you saying, hey, you have really good service. I hate AT&T. Or I'm not happy with Verizon. I'm going to go to Sprint because Sprint has good service. And you would make a lot of fucking money. But when you fuck people, you have to pay loads of assholes and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those, I know those people have jobs because they have bills just like us, and they probably have shitty lives. And they probably hate those lives because they have to take calls from people who are pissed off because Sprint fucked them. But you know what? You took a job with an asshole company. That's 
it's going to happen. This is bullshit. You wouldn't have to pay all those people if you just had fucking good service. Or if you, you wouldn't have to take calls like this. You wouldn't have to have layers of people that take calls like this if you fucking explained, number one, explained your policies to your employees. Your fucking assistant manager at your store doesn't know <laughs> what's going on. You're fucked. Fuck Sprint. I'm, I'm, I'm telling people. I've, 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 I've put it online. Don't ever get Sprint. Do not under any fucking go anywhere else. Go get fucking Boost Mobile, okay? Fucking go anywhere else. If you see a Sprint salesman coming towards you, chew your leg off and beat them to death with it. Don't worry, they're not human. They're not people. They're inhuman. They're fucks. Beat them to death with it. Fuck them. This is bullshit. I've never, I I mean, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier or not. I literally, on my list of regrets, college is the only thing that, that, actually ranks above this on my list of life regrets and the best part is is that sprint sprint sent me a little text message asking me about my service again now this time they didn't bother to mention the the names of the people that called me uh so i guess they know but let me repeat what what was asked me this time how satisfied are you with the overall handling of your call by the last rep you spoke to on a scale of five very satisfied to one very dissatisfied zero thanks question two how likely are you to recommend sprint to a friend or family member on a scale of five very likely to one very unlikely zero thanks question three to help us provide you with the best service could you please tell us why you gave those ratings my response sprint has the worst service i have ever heard of i regret joining sprint more than i regret the time i walked in on my elderly aunt naked in the bathroom the service call this was my second text because i I had more to say the service call wasn't even completed the call cut out five minutes into the conversation. They sent me a text in between this and my third uh, text message, but it actually came up, you know, because their, their service sucks. It came up, like, technically after. Sprint Care should be called Sprint Care, comma, just kidding. We don't care whether you have good service or not. Go fuck yourself. Ha ha, exclamation point. <laughs> I actually just added the go fuck yourself because, you know. Now, uh, I spoke to a friend of mine. Uh, whose mother-in-law actually works for um, for for Sprint or worked for them for like thirty years? Uh, he suggested I go to a Sprint store. I'm not doing that at the moment. I'm going to do that tomorrow, but uh, because I'm not gonna, if I go right now, I'm just going to start screaming at people, which isn't going to help me. I don't know what to do. I, I can't pay one eighty a month. I can't like yeah, I know that's not a, well, it's not a big difference one forty and one eighty. It's a huge difference in terms of per year. I can't go back to AT and T. I'm apparently for the second time going to have to go sell back my iPhone, get my well, not get my money back. Well, actually, get some money back. I don't know how it works with the uh, with after I traded in my phone. I don't know. If, I guess they're going to give me another gift card or something. Who I don't knows? know. Uh, I'm going to take a loss because uh, I can trade back the case, but I can't trade back the glass protector. Right. And then I'm going to have to go to someplace like uh, Straight Talk and buy a Samsung Galaxy S3 for like 200 bucks. Bear in mind, this technology is pretty out of date. Now, it's you know better than I would if I worked in Somalia or something. Right. You know. And look, I understand other people have real problems, and I have, I have plenty of worse problems than this in terms of life. But this is ridiculous. I've never been treated so badly. Fuck Sprint. And I hope, folks, if you hate Sprint too, you know, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Some of it's uh, <laughs> uh, like a little downtrodden, like a little heavy, but mostly it's a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. But I hope you share this to everyone that you know who is thinking about getting Sprint or has Sprint. I want to change the name of this episode. It's, it's supposed to be called Fleck Fan and Stank Posse. I want to change it to Fuck Sprint. <laughs> Mm. Can we come up with a different title that iTunes will use? And let's just go with like 
Suck it, Sprint. They'll take suck it, Sprint, right? Because I want to say suck it, Sprint. Suck it. Suck my cock. And you know what? I hope fucking, I hope your fucking piece of shit business goes out. I hope, I, I hope you fucking, I hope you end up bankrupt. I hope every fuck who's in charge of Sprint ends up destitute. I'm a pretty nice person overall. I try to do the best I can. I try to be good to people. When people need help, I try to help them. Fuck Sprint. Fuck every one of you. Fuck you in your ass. Fuck you in your dick hole. Okay? Not 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 even with like a little like needle. I want you to be fucked in your dick hole with someone's fist. I want you to experience pain on a on a scale that they don't like you know how you go to the doctor's office and they have like the little frowny face and then the 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 smiley face. Is there I want to create a face that could only exist in hell to rank for the the scale of fucking pain i wish upon the people who put on little people like me who are just fucking trying to get by and have a fucking good cell phone and have decent service so they can fucking communicate thank you and good night and enjoy the rest of this episode give them nothing but take from them everything This is Kyle Thomas of Trouble, and you're listening to Metal Hand of God Podcast. Hello, and welcome, gentlemen and bitches, to the MHOG Podcast. Or bitches and gentlemen, however you want to say it. Um. I don't know. I mean, we have we have people on, and you're just gonna call them fuckholes, apparently. Yes. Oh. And I am your host. Hello, Wayne. folks. Welcome to the HOG Podcast. We're here for all you fuckholes. <laughs> I'm your host, Wayne. Next to me is, of course, Adam. the lovely, beautiful. I said, Adam, you talked over me. Well, you, you got to let me introduce you. Well, you paused, and I. For, I'm for sorry. To say my name, and then you decided to say "lovely, beautiful" as as I was talking. So, well, I was trying to think of something good to say about you. Uh, 
And with me is the bitchy Wayne. That's me. And with us is uh, is Miss Mandy Maggot. That's right. Say hello. Hello, fellas. And according to our uh, Skype, Miss Vicky. Bo- oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he kind of ladied it just, up there. Just give, just give a full name out over the internet. That's fine. Oh shit. Uh, I can fix that. Well, uh, to be fair, most of our listeners are in America. It's not like people are gonna like hunt you down. You know. Mad Mart Flanagan. She says they might internet stalk her. Oh, like you wouldn't like it. Yeah. They might go catfish on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll eat your catfish. Mm, catfish. Is that how it works? Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they go catfish on you. Oh, I'm eat that catfish. God damn it. <laughs> Put some spice on it. God damn it. Oh, so good. Lick the catfish. Anyway. <laughs> So the rum guy isn't here. No, unfortunately, he had to work again. Yeah, he had to work on his wife's vagina. I think so. I, actually, I think he he was spending the time, you know, cleaning his anus after he was fisted by his wife. Oh, yeah, because she did drop the people's elbow inside that of him. That is a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Brings a new term to creep leader, doesn't it? Yes, yes. She dropped the people's elbow inside him. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, she got on his like on the top rope and just dropped it in his asshole. And now he's now he's got the people's asshole. That's right. <laughs> That's why he's got the pulse on the people, man. Yeah, he's got the pulse somewhere. So, before we get started, yes, um, uh, you know I've retired the shitty Tracy, Tracy Morgan impression. Yes, you did. You did. You and, decided uh, to retire it. We uh, we were going to take a. A little moment to bring it back. Right. Uh, right. But we didn't. Ago. No, well, technically we did. We just didn't post it. Right. And, and uh, it may come on a years later episode thing. Yeah. You know, like a, like one of our outtake shows. Because mm-hmm. it was really funny. Uh, well, what it came down. Well, the main reason it's retired, or, well, actually, the old reason why it's retired and not the new reason was that essentially, even though it's kind of weird territory, well, territory. I like territory. <laughs> Yeah. Um, basically, I, I started doing that after listening to Jay Moore and Jim Brewer doing it. It's just fun to do, but it is their bit. Although, again, it's weird because it's their bit, but they're doing an impression of an actual human being that's still <laughs> alive. And uh, so it's it's generally considered just... You're not supposed to do other people's shit, essentially. So even though it's fun... I don't do it, at least not when we record anymore. And uh, But I saw a news story that said that Walmart was attempting to sue... Well, no, I'm sorry. They weren't suing Tracy Morgan. They're blaming him for the accident that nearly yeah. cost him, his wife, his, and or his, I don't know if it's his wife, but whatever, his woman and the driver, their lives. Yeah, and his life. Right. And um, so I thought, well, look at this shit. Like, their driver slammed into them and nearly killed them and so i said oh well we're gonna record a little bit it would have been on the acidic episode actually where we'll uh we'll address that and um we recorded it and the next morning i saw another article about it apparently tracy morgan i thought he was much better you know i'd heard he was in a coma but then i'd heard like no no he's he's out out. that's what i heard too but i guess yeah well that's the thing he he's not barely speak um, I mean, he's not in a coma anymore, but 
they're saying he'll probably never perform again. And so it was, I just figured it was in bad taste to post a, I mean, granted. This whole show's in bad taste, but. Well, same thing. This show is like the most irreverent show I've ever heard in my fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy Morgan, we're going to have to be a bit tactful here. But, it, but that's amazing. But it's Tracy Morgan, man. You, you know, you gotta. I mean, essentially, I'd be making fun of a guy who nearly lost his life. That's not. Eh, that's a little over the top. Oh, how many times has Ozzy Osbourne nearly lost his life? But people still make fun of him. Who? Why is it different for Tracy? Who? I didn't. My. my I, just, I had to blow my nose. I didn't hear who you said. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh well. He's, he's cheated death. A fair few times, and people still. But he makes a living off of that. Well, not only that though; those were self-inflicted, almost dying moments. This was almost killed by some asshole driver who is now uh, his company is now basing against against Tracy Morgan, saying that it was his fault because he wasn't wearing a fucking seatbelt. Right. It just you're wrong. I don't know the whole story because I really have no idea who Tracy Morgan is. (laughs) <laughs> oh really he's the other yeah. black guy you should look him up man he's really funny he's a comedian ah, I knew he'd got some sort of comedy related value but that's about all I knew about him mm-hmm. yeah he's good but I, I just didn't you know I, I have this thing where I don't think it's funny to make fun of victims you know I, yeah. I do think that you know when he's better oh yeah we'll, we'll get I, it on Yeah, I'll, I'll be totally down with making fun of him but right now you know, dude struggling to get his life back together, and he might not ever be able to. Right. I mean, thankfully, he's got money, but... You know. I mean, if he was like one of us, he'd be fucked. Speaking right. of people who need money, uh, this is going to be a really depressing opening to the show. <laughs> That's okay. But we do need to mention it. Uh, we had a gentleman on our oh, show yes. named Robert Pritchett. He's one of the local drink and draw guys. I don't know if you guys have heard that episode, Robert Pritchett. Yeah, it was a while ago. Robert yep. Pritchett and the Ghost Toilet, I think was the name of the, uh, the episode. I'll take your word for it. Um, it was something to do with a ghost toilet because every time he was on, it sounded his toilet would like run or flush, and we could hear it in the background. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Robert has um, well, he was born apparently with one kidney, and he has been on kidney dialysis for the last seven years. Right. And due to Obamacare, he lost his medical insurance. Thanks, Mr. President. And uh, so now he's in a little bit of a pickle. Basically. Uh, he uh he'll basically die if he doesn't either get a new kidney or you know find a way to fund the dialysis. dialysis because because it's a pre-existing condition he can't just go out and get more insurance right and uh, and and you know what I don't believe Obamacare uh, takes care of that well no. I'm sure it does but the thing is like the this whole idea that oh it's gonna pay for everything and all that that's horseshit right oh yeah I know. That's that's absolute horseshit. Like you still have to be able to afford the insurance that covers that. Yep. Thanks, right. England. Um, my friend John. He to get over the fucking buying your own and being all, oh well, I can afford to fucking pay for it. Put your fucking money into putting a national health service where nobody's fucking left with nothing. Well, but Obamacare, Obamacare is a national health service. Just don't want to fucking pitch in because those of you who can get it and can afford it, it were like, well, it doesn't fucking affect me. But he, but he was paying for his insurance, yeah, and now he doesn't have it anymore because of Obamacare. And Obamacare is our national health, whatever the shit. Yeah, Yeah, but still have to, you still have to have insurance, don't you? Right. Some of you who are choosing to buy insurance rather than 
put into a national health system which would not leave anybody out. Well, technically, but that's, that that was the whole point of Obamacare, and it still leaves people out. Yeah, and te- and technically, we all are putting into the national thing. They're making us pay for it, even though we pay for our own insurance. Right, right. Like, like you so can you can choose you can choose not to get insurance, but you're paying a massive penalty that feeds into it. And um, no matter what, you're still going to have to pay. Like if you pay. Uh, a way this works is there's like a lower amount of you can pay the 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 smallest amount for your insurance through Obamacare, but that means your deductible is like five grand. Mm-hmm. So basically, basically you're paying anyway, no matter what. Right. It's, it's not free. The offset somewhere along the line. Correct. It's not free ever. It's it's just it's well, just fucking everybody. Uh, no, no, everybody. no. It, it is free for apparent. I'm, I'm assuming for certain people, like uh, people who. Whatever, it's not worth. Get. The point is, is that Robert Pritchardson quite a, a lot of a big problem. Yeah, he is. He's, he's going to die unless he either finds a kidney, and that's the whole purpose of the. It's a GoFundMe campaign right. to try to. If you go to our Facebook page, we we link to it, or you can just like message one of us, and we'll we'll link you to it. But like his page and and try to contribute right now. I mean, I wish I had some cash on me yeah, because me uh, I think only three people have have uh, put money up. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, we, uh, I don't want to get into that, but, but we know someone else who got a lot of money and mm, anyway, for no apparent reason. Right. And, uh, but he doesn't have tits. So yeah, I guess that's true. Regardless uh, of the case, I think that this geezer obviously needs the money. Yes, he does. And people should share the shit out of this. Yeah. He's a nice dude. He's, he's and look, if you, really if you, cool guy. And if you can't contribute, that's fine, but try to try to share, share the page. Yeah, at least share the at um, least share his little thing. You know, cuz uh, I mean, look, we're all hard up for money these days. It's, it's, there's no question about that, but you know, even if you can put up just $10, it's it's a GoFundMe account. So, you know, it's not like Kickstarter where he either has to meet cuz I think his his what he's looking for is 25 grand. Right. I don't know if that's the cost of a new uh, kidney or if that would like cover dialysis be- for a couple of years. I think that's for his dialysis. Okay. Uh, what's the GoFund address? I, I don't know offhand. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> it's on it's on our Facebook page, man. I mean, well, if we, you're we, following we, us, we can link know. to it on the actual episode. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It will be. So oh, that's I'm sorry, I just thought of this a second ago, but anyway, uh, we don't want to like stay depressing with that. That's right. I just, but I did want to mention that cause he's a nice guy. He's, you know, he's got two kids and you know, they've, they've been struggling, you know, they've, they've been able to pay their insurance premiums, but now that that's gone, they can't afford dialysis is expensive. Yeah. It's, it's not you know? a cheap treatment. So, and uh, as someone who has uh certainly kidney problems of his own, you know, I, I, uh, I understand. Yes. I hope never to be in that situation. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's get off this depressing stuff here. Mart. Yes. Give me something that's not depressing. I've just read a status update from my very own brother saying that he's uh, just opened a strong can of lager and uh, partway through the second viewing of gay niggas from outer space. (laughs) What? Wait, what? That's the film title. Gay what? Well, I'm going to say, because I'm English, it's Gay Niggas from Outer Space. I have never heard of that movie. He's a reviewer. My brother does reviews for Videotape Swap Shop. Oh, no Sweet. shit. That's cool. Oh. Um, so he does a lot what, of obscure what, movies. What was his review of it? 
I don't know what he's watching it now. No, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's watching it a second time. According to the <laughs> it must be pretty good if he's got to watch it a second time. Viewing, yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if this movie was adapted from the uh, UPN classic show Homeboys in Outer Space. Possibly starring. Uh, oh, what was that guy's name? Exactly. <laughs> Leon. I think his name was Leon. There was this black dude, really good-looking guy, um, who went by his just by his first name. And uh, right. he, uh, there's a movie called Brothers from Outer Space, God or the damn. brother from Outer Space. What is it with like maybe maybe hey look this maybe this is racism too maybe maybe there's a lot like a contingent of people in Hollywood who are trying to shoot all the black people into space or, or something or maybe they think black people are from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just reading hmm. the IMDb on this now, and it, oh my fucking word! <laughs> <laughs> Extraterrestrial beings travel the galaxy to free men oppressed by females to make way for an entire homosexual society. Mm. That sounds. You know, are you watching? That's an interesting <laughs> film. Well, wouldn't the society stop at two? Technically. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch this. I would too. <laughs> I'm just curious. I can't believe they named it that. Tell it? your tell your brother to send us a copy, man. Well, he's he's a member of the Dude League, so I'll uh, get him a uh, post post some shit up for you. Yeah, please, that'd be great. To post it illegally on the online. <laughs> Fuck your I movie. Thinking, I was thinking pictures, not illegal links. That's that's a come on. Oh, don't you know? Do. Don't you know? Mart is so against pirating. Look, look, Mart. Let me let me exp- let me explain to this to you, my English friend. Either you're gonna give me whatever the fuck I want, or I'm gonna send my my uh, rape dolphins to to come out. That's you. right. <laughs> rape dolphins on your little you. on your little five foot island that you live on. They'll just surround <laughs> you, and eventually one of you's gonna fall off into the water. And you know what's gonna happen then? Rape, rape. city. Rape. <laughs> It's going to look like the cover of Free Willy, but just with dolphin rape. Oh, no, it's going to be Free Willy, all right. You're going to hear Mark screaming, screaming as someone goes, eek, 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 behind him. <laughs> Squeal like a dolphin, bitch. Oh, my goodness. So, Mark, I know, I, know I, I saw that you were playing a show soon. Yeah, uh, November. Well, y- you can, you know, know we'll check. You know you can plug it. Oh, so we're I, we're not the only ones who are unprepared. Yeah, yeah. Dude, see. I'm constantly, consistently unprepared. Uh huh. Well, you know, <laughs> this this was a uh, like a five second kind of. Hey, Mart, if our guest doesn't show up, you want to come on? So you know. emergency guest. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. Hannibal just messaged me. He's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I got caught up in a meeting." I can come on now if you, now if you want. I'm like, eh, no, we'll we'll reschedule you. Fucking <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. It's a uh, Metal Mayhem on the the 29th of November. We're playing with a band, a couple of local bands. One called Synapse and another one called Balls Deep. Mm. It's going to be at the Lost Ox Sports and Social Club. It's a lovely little venue. We played not so long back. Was that was that the venue you played at where you uh, gave me a call as you were walking down the street? Probably, I was uh, pretty drunk. You, you, you were a little bit. You, my, my favorite was the, the, um, the Facebook photos that you were sending me of yourself. I can't even remember that. <laughs> they were, they were like all up close in his nose, and he was like sending me these pictures, and then he would take a picture of like the dark alley he was walking down, like Jack. Oh yeah, I remember. Jack that. the Ripper was about to kill his ass and shit. That, that alleyway is actually called the Cockshoots, believe it or not. I bet it is. 
<laughs> That's the legit name. I wonder why. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it filled with gay Negroes from outer space? <laughs> it could be. Mm. Um. Uh, so if anybody is in England... And the area that Mart is playing. Or whatever. If you're in Nebraska, you can get on a plane. Yeah. yeah. Anybody wants to go see him. Get over it. Yes. Go see Mart. He's even got a place for you to stay. All of America, go to Mart's house. It's called the cock shoot. Yeah. (laughs) I've got a minute minute here. Right. We have limited space in this house of ours. Our small... Vicky's getting, ain't no motherfucker staying in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Vicky, we were inviting everybody over for a party. She's very protective of her lovely domicile. Well, I understand that. I understand that. This is Santa's castle. What? Uh, Englishman. You know, you're not doing much to dissuade us from your uh, our idea that you're Harry Potter by referring to your house as a castle. That's right, Harry. Harry Potter's house isn't a castle. He lives in a semi-detached. It uh, like it like two, turns two into three buildings. It like it grows on the inside. It's like the fucking TARDIS. <laughs> It's, it's bigger on the inside, goddammit. Yeah. That's just Hollywood raping yet another book. Oh, there you go. Mm. Liar. Rape. Mm. Speaking of rape, so, Mandy, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? <laughs> What's up, Harry? I'm going to rape that fucking house. It's right my fucking Did you hear the last episode, Mandy, with, with Mart on, and Mart did not know... That, that, I was Hannah. that you were Hannah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people knew that. Uh, well, <laughs> no, we, I think we made it. Clear. We we made it clear before that though that you were Hannah. Like when you first came on the show, mm-hmm. we mentioned that you were the you know legendary Hannah. I forget things. I easily forget things. I've only got limited storage space inside my head. Stop drinking. America, we call that sometimes, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably like. It, one in, one out. One piece of information goes in, something falls out the other side. I understand. <laughs> like Vicky's birthday? I always remember Vicky's birthday. What are you talking about? <laughs> you sounded like the rum guy right there. Yeah, you had your no, rum voice on. Have I ever, ever forgotten your birthday? Nope. Not in 15 years. Hmm. 15 Ideal years. Ideal guy here. Ideal guy. Vicky, do, do you tell him tomorrow's your birthday? <laughs> I know these things. I'm a thoughtful, modern gentleman. You have it programmed in your phone, don't you? Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe he waits for it to, to pop up on Facebook. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say Facebook. Enough, That's how I remember people's birthdays these days. It's quite handy that my brother's my brother's birthday is the same day as mine and Vicky's anniversary. Oh, well, that is good. That's a good one. Good plan. Good plan. That's almost like cheating, man. <laughs> you it's not cheating. It's just good planning. <laughs> it's also it's also a good way to take all the presents from your brother's birthday and have them sent to y'all. Yeah. Say we can't look. I can't give you a present this year because I had to buy Vicky something nice for our anniversary. To be honest, we usually that broke. We usually make stuff because we've never got any money. Mm. It's poor well, sometimes those are the best things. Though. What is the best thing you made? Besides your daughter. I was going to say my daughter. Ha! <laughs> beat you on that one. But yeah, I've had some cool stuff made for me. I came down, last year, I came downstairs and walked into the kitchen. And Vicky and Bella had uh, painted out massive letters just saying, Happy birthday, love you, daddy, across the floor. Like, filled the whole kitchen floor. That's fucking cool. And then Vicky <laughs> was like, now clean it up. 
<laughs> Pretty much. It's like, happy birthday. No, here. It was on paper, not directly onto the floor. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. It was. It was on like separate pieces of paper. I've still got it, so I keep all this sort of stuff. That's good, though. I, oh, that's I know it's awesome. I do like that sort of stuff. That's because you're a like, thoughtful the guy. The turtle she ever drew. That was a big moment for me. That is awesome. That's so sweet. <laughs> See, you're 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 all, you're not only metal, but you're a sweetheart. I'm a lovely guy. I'm a caring guy. I don't know about that much, but I I, I do believe you're, you're a sweetheart. A, you're a Karen guy. What? Oh dear. Who's Karen? I don't know. <laughs> Better watch out, Vicky. Well, that's right. Vicky's dating rum anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> Universal Studios. That's right. Lucky her. Straight <laughs> <laughs> to America. She's like yes, and she doesn't have to pay for it. She's like the rum equivalent of a Thai bride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes, Mr. Rum guy, you're gonna get it, but you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> what the I fuck? That's working tonight. That's fucking disgusting. How that was it. I think. I think that was an Asian rum guy. I, I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Making fun of my people. What people? The Asians. You Asian as well. Yeah, he yes. is Asian. Dude, are you like a sort of biological equivalent <laughs> cyborg? Like many I different wish. parts of the whole. I'd have a snap on cock if that was the case. Many different parts put in his hole. I don't understand what you're talking about, dude. Hey, it was clear. He'd only take a digit. That's right. One Try. digit. That's all. Nothing bigger than a thumb. <laughs> oh, you graduated. Before yeah, it was a so pinky. Was say, it went from a pinky to a thumb. Uh, all right, we're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny. When I was saying that, I started looking at my thumb. I was like, you know, my thumb's a lot wider than uh. Yeah, he was like, mm, I, I don't I think like, this is uh, a good choice. Yeah. Once you get past the knuckle, you all right? It's like right in there. Uh, no. Right, Mart. I have no idea what you're referring to. No idea whatsoever. Lies. Um, that sounds like a horrible practice. You've taken in the ass once. Don't you defense. lie. You know, he, he loves it. You can tell he loves it. I can see. I can hear it in his voice. Mm. He got all smiling. Somebody, somebody's popped that English asshole cherry. <laughs> he got all Hashtag smiling. Hashtag butt pussy. That's it. That's it. That's all about butt pussy. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that is my favorite thing in the fucking world. In, in Dude League, Mart posted a picture, like an anime picture, loosely translated into English that says, I want you to fuck my butt pussy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Was, I want you to fuck my pussy. Oh, no, I want you to fuck my butt. My butt pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm using it that. It makes it sound like a little bit cleaner, doesn't it? I don't know. I think it makes it sound like a lot worse. It sounds like the kind of thing a 12-year-old boy would write, like when he's writing like fan fiction <laughs> and shit. Like. It sounds like what a gay man calls his asshole. Well, butt know pussy's got to be better than like shit box. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? It's See, I, I just want to say we have covered both bases now. We have talked about shit and rape, so and butt pussy. All that's left is cunt. No. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, radio gold. Always, yeah. always cunt. I don't know. I think March started a craze with that radio gold thing because it seems like I hear people saying that all the time. Lately. It is. It is. It is. It's because. Um, not only that, but like all the people at Pickle Scoop say it all the time to us. Oh, do they? Yeah, they say it all the time. When we come up, they're like, 
That's fucking radio gold. So uh-huh. that's it, man. That's where it came from. Martin. I wasn't aware that anyone besides Pickle listened to the show. This cast is radio gold. That's right. Well, uh, the amount of money that we make, it's more like radio, like, you know, silver, maybe, maybe, uh, wait, wait, maybe copper. It's more like radio paper. (laughs) Fuck. Radio Radio paper. Not quite as euphonious. Radio rocks. That's all we make. So I had a story that I wanted to talk about. Actually, I got a few, but so (laughs) all over the news, butt pussy, people have been, uh, well, speaking of butt pussy. (laughs) Um, people have been talking about a little town. This is about Bigfoot again. No. Yes. No, it's about Big Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Butt pussy. That's, right. That's Better watch. Dingo. Better watch out there, Hannah. So, uh, Louisiana's managed to make the national news. Yay. There's, there's a little town uh, just outside of the greater New Orleans suburbs called Destrahan. Yay. And Destrahan is the latest place to feature a teenage boy yes getting fucked by his uh hot high school teacher but oh, yeah. this Wait. one this one has a little twist there's a twist to it because this kid's a fucking overachiever he doesn't a, settle for like just just a little teacher. bit of like hot teacher butt pussy okay he is getting two, two hot teacher butt pussies at the same time that's right uh he uh so there's this 34 year old woman who was his previous english teacher right who was apparently fucking him for a while they don't know how long and uh, this crazy bitch, like, decides to, after a football game, talk his other English teacher, the new one, who's 24, yes, to uh, go into her apartment and, shall we say, tag team back again. Check it connected and let's begin. My thing is, is <laughs> kid, shut your fucking mouth. Well, to be fair, at the point where you're just getting, like, like crazy amounts of pussy, and then your your uh, elder lover—that's uh, probably the wrong word—but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, older the, than the, he is. You know, uh, the, your Mrs. Robinson talks Mrs. Robinson Jr. into joining in. <laughs> they're they're fucking. You're fucking. Everybody's fucking, and uh, they're both hot. And apparently, they videotaped it. It's you know what I think the kid should have kept his mouth shut. He you know could have sold he, that he for millions cock, of dollars. He cock blocked himself, but. At that point, like, really, it doesn't, there's not all, I mean, there's things that you can get women to do that are crazier than that, you know, but the odds are he's not going to do much better. Most guys never do than that. Most guys never get that. So, you know what? I got to say, at that point, I'd probably be bragging to him. I'd be like, dude, not only did I fuck both of our teachers at the same time, they videotaped it. What? <laughs> you better be getting an A plus plus. Fuck right. yeah! <laughs> but the thing that tripped me out was I was I was looking at it today because it's been it it became national news, which is crazy to me because these things happen pretty regularly at this point. Like every other it never week. happened for me. Well, yeah, well, you know. But all my teachers were like did eighty. You, did you ask? No, but they were all eighty. Maybe if you would have given Mrs. Robinson a little. You know, like, why don't you show me them saggy titties, baby? <laughs> why, why, don't, why don't you pull them dentures out and give me a gummy? Uh, maybe maybe the time she asked me if I wanted a gummy, that it wasn't a candy. <laughs> hey, when, <laughs> you you could have taken her teeth out, fucked her mouth, and started singing, Gummy bear, 
just bouncing here and there and everywhere. Hold on a second, I'm gonna come in your hair. They all the gummy bears. Anyway, uh, so it's national news, and uh, I was reading this thing today on Uprox, and uh, they said these two women, if convicted, could get up to 17 and a half years. Wow. 17 and a half years. And I looked at it and I thought... For giving this dude some pussy? You can, you could kill someone and get, get like less. five to eight. Yeah. You you can like deal cocaine, crystal meth, whatever. Walter White wouldn't have gotten fucking <laughs> 17 and a half years. These, you know, to borrow a phrase from Greg Gerardo, these fucking dream makers are going <laughs> to spend 20 years in prison? What the fuck? You yeah, know, dude, like, that's... mind is this is a it's a very male perspective. You know whether I agree or not is entirely different. But in the eyes of the law, they are paedophiles, regardless of the fact that you know this dude was probably old enough and knew damn well what he was doing. I think he was like sixteen or seventeen years he's, old. He's sixteen. Because if he was a year older, because it's Louisiana, he'd be legal. Right. And that's the problem. Like, it's they're not really... I mean, don't get me wrong. The the one bitch that he was fucking mostly, I'm pretty sure this chick did it specifically because he was underage. It's, she sounds like nuts. But the thing is, like, if he was in Alabama right now, it wouldn't have been illegal. Like, it's well, statutory it's- rape. He wasn't really raped. It's yeah. just that in the eyes of the law, it's considered rape. Well, wait a second. Mark... What's the age difference between you and, and Vicky? Like, how many years? Five and a half. Five and a half. Well, Pedo Bear. The other, the the other um, Vicky teacher, is young and fresh. The other teacher was and only you're seven. An old Letcher. So. <laughs> if it had been the opposite way round, and it was a girl, and that was two male teachers. Oh yeah, he, they would have went to jail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why is it any different for a woman? But I'm not okay. suggesting that they shouldn't go to jail at all. Right. I'm just saying well, 20 years seems like a hard a whole lot when we have like real criminals out there that we could be, you know, like, hey, look, that's an entirely if, different story. If they yeah. gave them, if they gave them two years and said, look, you can't work near children anymore, that's a different story. Yeah, I'd, I'd, okay I'd kind of shrug and be like, <laughs> all right, still seems a little harsh to me considering nobody was really harmed in this. But I understand that's, that's the law. Where that kid was. What? Because boys mentally, emotionally, are not built to deal with that shit. He's, he's 16 years old, and yeah, it may all be shits and giggles now, but the damage mentally it can do to a kid, like, it's, it, it is real. It does actually happen. It does fuck people up when they have relationships with people who are too older and they're in a position of trust. It, it can have really, really bad effects on them, like... I would be willing to bet he'll have more damage from all Drops the, the all the uh, all the attention that he's getting over this, because he, they haven't said his name in the news because he's a minor. But this is a small area. Like I guarantee you, everybody in that school and everybody in that in that city already know, know who, who he it is. is. I, I'd be willing to it's a circus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd be willing to bet he's getting way more damage from the attention than than from the actual fucking. Very possibly. But either way, like I said, I understand it's it's illegal, but you know it's weird that we have this preponderance on putting the people like this in prison for twenty years, and yet you know in in, in Louisiana, if you shoot somebody, if they can't find a witness within what is it thirty days? Thirty days. You go free. Yeah. Like, Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh, Look, shit. during hurricane during during hurricane Katrina, a lot of New Orleans residents went to Houston 
and like all the gangbangers that that went down there just they decided to take up business as usual but texas don't run like like uh louisiana does no. when when they would kill people they actually had to go to jail for it so they said fuck this we're going back to new orleans where we can like just shoot who we want and then you just you you know, disappear we're good did like, they put a, like an express line on the death penalty down there in Texas, though, right? Yep. Yeah, they do. So, they do. so technically, but I mean, there's rules to it. It's not as simple as like you were accused. I think it's like if five people come forward saying you did it, you you you, you go, get your head shot off. Yeah, you go straight right. to the, the end of the line. Right. I mean, there's not like a twenty year wait on the death. Right. No, 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 no. But they have the express line. So, but anyway, like I just think it's crazy that we're we're gonna. You know, and and honestly, I think a lot of stuff like this, just like the Ebola thing, it's more about distracting you from the real problems. Yeah, what government's actually doing. You know, like Mm -hmm. oh no, don't think about like we're we're at we're at yet another war. Just look, hot teachers fucking a dude. They put it on tape. Yeah, girls gone wild in Destrehan. (laughs) Up on the most main stage, butt pussy. Yeah. So. Definitely right. The media do always, they've always distracted from the necessary things that we should be looking at. Mm-hmm. Do they do, do they do, uh, with the BBC, do they do what they do over here where they just constantly try to scare the shit out of you? I think it depends. I mean, the BBC, obviously, but it does depend on what you watch. I've watched some frightening shows like Bill O'Reilly and Hannity and Combs and shit on our Fox channel. That's y'all, insane. Y'all, y'all have a Fox channel? Yeah. Yeah, we've got Fox Channel. That's cool. And we can get American News channels. Yeah, we get Fox News and CNN. Oh, good. Well, I mean, I figure you can get through the internet. Just, I don't know. No, just on, no, the, on the TV. Like cable, okay. Like. Well, that's our satellite TV, that is. Hmm. We want to know what you crazies are up to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I, I'm up to. I'm I off the grid. <laughs> we can outside our little box once in a while. Mm, yeah, box. Mm. <laughs> but, but. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, but uh, I don't know. Rape. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I mean, I watched a program tonight where this dude stabbed his girlfriend in the head repeatedly, broke the fucking knife off, like from the side of her eye socket, through one eye, and it snapped off in her nose, and he got eleven years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And these and these two women had sex willingly with this sixteen-year-old mm-hmm. who willingly had sex with them. And are, are facing and are facing seventeen years for yeah. that. Now, to be fair, they probably won't get seventeen years, but it just. But that's the max. I mean, you know, you know and it's crazy. But you know, did y'all hear about this thing? I think it was in England actually, where this kid is saying that he he well, basically he murdered his girlfriend and chopped her into pieces and yeah, put her in day. bags. Yeah, and he says like, "Oh, Dexter's my hero," and then of course. Because the media be- is the way it is, they were like, see, these violent programs. I'm like, I've seen maybe one episode of Dexter. I'm pretty sure Dexter only killed people who deserved it. It was bad people, yeah. Right. He didn't, like, like date some chick and say, you know what, I'm going to fucking kill you and then, like, cut her up for, for yeah. science. That's true. You're right. He only killed bad people. Yeah. If you look at the pictures, if, if you look at the pictures, the answer's obvious. He was ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Devil. You know, I think actually, in, in reality, I think he had some form of autism. Devil. That's what they said, but um, from what I read, he's he's got a clear enough perspective that it's not. They said you can't use that as an excuse. He's he, you know, 
but it's pretty pretty horrible. I mean, this girl was I think 16. You know, she she trusted this kid, and apparently she defended him when people would talk shit about him. Jesus, and she was the only one who did. Yeah, yeah. And then supposedly he referred to her as like his <laughs> his pet or his project or something. Oh my. Yeah. It, what a worthless piece horrible. of garbage. Yeah, I was like, I, I heard uh, recently, I don't remember where it was at. Maybe it was like Wyoming or, or some weird, you know, state like that. Because um, you don't ever hear anything about Wyoming news, you know, that's what I'm saying. But um, some guy who was a factory worker mm-hmm. got obsessed with beheadings. Mm-hmm. Y'all did? Yeah, and he like showed up to work and beheaded one of his, one of the, one of the co-workers. How did he do that? Uh, I guess we're not. That's so sad. I mean, it happened in the States, and you guys heard about it. I haven't heard about this yet. Yeah, yeah. Most most things that happen in the States are probably more prevalent in our news than our actual proper news. (laughs) Because we're more exciting. He's obsessed by America. He is absolutely obsessed with emulating America. Wow. Mm. Yeah, like this dude just went up to the employee and chopped his head off. Wow. But it's not that easy to cut someone's head off. Like, oh no, the, it was like a, it was like some kind of machete or something. Bruce, to be honest, what? Well, you say it's not that easy to cut someone's head off. I'm pretty sure there's an easier way around it. I mean, if you're using a spoon, fair, fair dues. No, but I mean, if, even if you do use a machete, like <laughs> it's pretty the, difficult the spine to get through the spine. It's like it, you know, most of the like it's like that's the reason they use the guillotine. Like the the gravity worked like for did you. most of the work. All you needed was a sharp enough blade. Mm-hmm. That's why they got rid of the hatchet because yeah, it took right. too yeah. long. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's horror stories of like people who were getting like their heads cut off with 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 hatchets, where like they had to do it like five or six times, right, just to get it off. Uh, it's and the people were still kind of alive. It's, it's, it's like, Jesus Christ. Do you know? Do you know they actually uh, officially retired the uh, guillotine in the uh, 1970s? Actually, was the last beheading. Wow, 1970s. I think they should bring it well, back. To be honest, I I, I commend the, the clan on finally retiring. <laughs> well, who the fuck was beheading people still? Aside from like like, well, actually, no, no one's retired. Well, oh yeah, I guess the, the guillotine. The guillotine, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're still still doing beheadings in the Middle East. Yep, they're on. They're on their um, what fifth or sixth one now. Did you see Ben Affleck and Bill Maher got into a fight on air? No, like not not a physical fight, like an argument. Because Bill Maher, who I don't agree with on most anything, has been saying, look... Remember when he was a comedian? No. No one does. I I do. Well, he tried to be a comedian. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was a stand-up, but he just wasn't very good. That's why he does what he does. Yeah. Now he's just an asshole. Well, the thing is, like, he was... He's been kind of going off and say, look, I'm, I'm about as liberal as they come, which is true. And he's like, but this thing where liberals feel the need to constantly defend, like, Islamists... Which isn't the same as Muslims. There, it's a, oh, yeah, a sect of Muslims. Yeah. He's like, eh, you know, like if it was if they were Christians or conservatives, you'd be all up their ass. But it, you know, to mention someone's the the minute someone's Muslim, you 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 know, you bow down and you're like, oh no, you, no, we have to defend these people. And so he's been taking a lot of flack for that. And like he and Ben Affleck got into like this like huge argument on air where Ben Affleck's like, you're gross and well, I don't think he said you. I think he was referring to his point. He was like, it's gross and racist. I was like, ah, oh, fuck you, Batfleck. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to me when I like, I'm like, you're really making me take Ben. Are you really gonna make me take Bill Maher's side over you? Right, right. It's I like, love you, Ben. I, I'm, a, I'm an Affleck. 
fan? <laughs> I don't know. That came out wrong. And that fan. That's some sort of distant relative of mine. It is. I'm a, it is. I'm a, wait, wait. I'm a Fleck fan. There you go. Fleck fan. There you go. I'm a Flecker. You know, essentially, you are arguing with Batman. Yeah. yeah. Not yet. <laughs> if that movie ever comes out. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I, yeah, it's, but it's just weird. And I was just like, why? Why is Ben Affleck? Dude, you're trying to get your career back together. You're you're an Oscar, I think, just nominated. No, maybe he's an Oscar-winning director. You know, for, for Argo, huh? Yeah, I think so. I know Argo, Ar- Argo won Best Picture. Maybe he didn't win Best Director. But either way, dude, you got all this acclaim, but people are still kind of talking shit about you. Don't fucking go on the air and talk about politics and Muslims and shit or Islam, Islamists. You know, like, just fucking be Batman and shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Yeah. It's annoying when these people get get this public platform and all of a sudden their tiny adult brains decide, ooh, now I've got this platform, I'm going to start spouting shit. It's like, yeah, some of these things may well be valid points, but it's like, for fuck's sake, leave it to the experts. You're a fucking actor. Well, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is like it's uh, it's actually. I mean, I'm not the first person to come up with this. There's there's a there's a theory uh, of essentially the godless society that because of the way human beings are wired, whether you believe in God conceptually or literally, or you don't, like you have a need to make something above you to look towards. Um, it comes up quite often when people don't have, say, father figures or mother figures in their lives, and because we don't believe like as societally we don't or culturally we don't believe in god we make like celebrities are kind of the the thing that's above us the thing to look up to the thing to to be you know like fame is 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 godhood in modern society and so we treat these people like they are like we we treat them like they're like we don't even have royalty anymore i mean you y'all do but y'all don't really england doesn't really give a fuck about the royal family anymore true you know, we but celebrities, that's where it's at. That's what everyone wants to be. That's what everyone knows. And if, if you're a fucking idiot, yeah. If most, you're a sheep. All people are sheep. We we all are. Degree, we we don't to like to be right. We we don't like to think of ourselves that way, but we're all animals. We're all led to the slaughter. Meh, motherfucker. <laughs> Meh. But I agree I mean, with you. I, totally I can't. Agree. I do think people are sheep to some degree. I think that's that's the way people learn and the way people grow is by standing on the shoulders of giants. Meh. I think when you start setting your sights on something as vacuous and pointless as celebrity, which they mm-hmm. are in effect a puppet of someone else's writing to a degree, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's just a sad state of affairs when that is a person's aspiration. That's that's the the highest goal a person can set themselves as being these fucking idiots. But the thing is, when you don't have anything better, like like some people have heroes and some people don't. Like you might, if you want to be a writer, you might idolize, I don't know, Joss Whedon or you know maybe somebody like Hemingway or something like that. But if you don't, if you're just an average person, you know, like you know, but okay. High school football guys, who are they going to look for, look up to? You know, football, Other football players. players. Uh, if you're basketball, you're going to look up to Michael Jordan, or probably not anymore. Probably it's it's, yeah, it's the rapist. No, I'm not talking Kobe about Bryant. people looking up to their peers. That's a natural thing. I'm talking about someone's total goal, their highest aspiration. But it's the Trump same thing. Be peers. If you don't have something in that spot, celebrities might be the only thing that that would take that place. 
Maybe so. Maybe so. I just no. think it's a sad, sad state of affairs. Mm. But it's, it's human. Heroes, don't get me wrong, and it doesn't matter where these heroes come from, but that shouldn't be the be-all and end-all. That's what I'm trying to say. It we shouldn't be, be but but without, like I said, like without something occupying that space, you know, gods or whatever, something has to fill that. And, you know, I mean, it comes down to we don't really provide our kids with direction anymore and they they, yeah. they find that on their own you know like uh you know nature reports a vacuum something's gonna fill that space i agree with you though i i hate it every time i hear especially i one of the things i learned not to do on twitter is ever follow somebody that i respect because if you do you all your heroes will always burn you yeah eventually you'll yeah. be like fuck this Oh, this person that I've loved for years hates people with my opinion? Okay. Dick. Uh, that's and nice. Well, the sad part of having too much information available at your fingertips. You can remember when like our heroes, you know, like musical heroes or film heroes of our childhood, you'd have right. a poster on your wall, perhaps, you know, like the movie poster or whatever. You'd right. see snippets in magazines, you'd cut out pictures, whatever. That'd be your hero. You'd build up your own image of them. Right based on images, really, and characters that were portrayed or songs that were sung. You never really knew the person. Whereas now, there's that much information and people are so hungry for the tiniest tidbits on these people that you end up knowing virtually what their internal organs look like. Mm. It's, it's crazy. That's because, of, that's because of the fappening, though. I will eventually, Kate Upton. Are <laughs> <laughs> you sure Kate Upton's insides have been on the internet? They oh, have been. Fuck. <laughs> You don't even know. And and Goddamn. she's had a plumber inside of them. My dick's been red for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Dude, don't use welding gloves. <laughs> well, then how would don't I catch... your goggles, man. But then how would I catch all that spagooey? Health and safety first, man. you you got to be safe or you'd be sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's good to hear you guys talk again. I enjoy these shows. <laughs> Move here. You can hear our bullshit all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I do still listen to the show regularly. Sure, you do. We appreciate it. Fucking well, do I've even got people into work onto it. Nice. Yeah, same here. Yes, that's what I'm talking do about. Do you all just stand around like like the first time? You know, uh, the first time a black guy face. is around, like a, a group of white people, like like he takes a job and he's like, "Is this what fucking crackers are like all the time?" <laughs> is this is what white people do. Listen to this shit. Is, is that how y'all are? Like, is this Americans? Is this what? Pretty much. I mean, I don't know any Americans. <laughs> Besides yourselves, really. No. You alien race, you. <laughs> America. You are. You are pretty much. You have formed my mental opinion of all America. Well, I apologize for that. <laughs> I, I can fairly say I'm not really like anyone else around here. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's not fairly me full of confidence, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh, you telling me every Englishman is just like you? Fucking hell, it'd be a dangerous place. <laughs> <laughs> I I oh. thought I thought it would be a sexy place. Yeah, magic man flan. Show us show us the magic man and his flanagans. <laughs> 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 broadswords in the street. Holy shit! 
You, you need to start a new band called Magic Man and the Flanagans. Yeah. And your first song there is Let Me go. Show You My Broadsword. America. You're going to have to get one of those that's covered in fur, like uh, Murph from the Magic Towns on the Blues Brothers. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. Definitely a, a, a awesome fur covered <laughs> piano. Quando, quando, quando. Yeah. Sorry, I just Speak- slipped you back into Blues Brothers. Right <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, that's right. Speaking of broadswords. Last night I was talking to comedian Amber Lunning. Oh, wait! By the way, before by you the way, say Amber, that, uh, I just want to point out: see, <laughs> douchebags can learn new tricks. Been, <laughs> I, I, I said her name wrong last night. Yeah, yeah, you did. I know. You and I even and I even said we should find out if that's how we say it. I I mean I guess so. I you, you said that, but then you didn't go. <laughs> like, you're yeah, like, I was All like, right. like oh, whatever. I was like, I think it's looning. I don't know. And you're like, know. okay. Uh, well, you were positive. I was like, fuck it. I wasn't positive. I was just like, I don't know how else would it be hey, pronounced. I trust so you. How is it pronounced? Lunning. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we screwed that up. Mm. I, I mean, look, I, I'm sorry, but I, people must say my name all the time. I'm used to it. I'm sure she is. Yeah, too. I, mean, I get called bare ass, so we're good. Mm. No, it's because you take your pants. They're not referring to your name. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you and Manny. Anyway, you were going to say something? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, before you bring into that story, we should tell everybody that our show was last night. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't aware we were going to talk about this. <laughs> we can. Why not? Okay, go ahead. Well, we had our, our second uh, comedy show last night. Extravaganza. And... Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was um interesting. Uh, by saying interesting, it I mean, was a show. Yeah, the comedians were great. They were funny. Yeah. And the people who were there to see the comedians were great. Uh, some of them. Were. But, yeah, we had some, some assholes in there. You guys know who you are. Yeah. Um, and Are we talking like hecklers? Yes. Not exactly. Like, they weren't so, so much trying. Well, the first group of people that were talking really loud weren't heckling anyone. They were just having were just a very talking. loud conversation right by the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just rude. Yeah, that is rude. well, that was pointed out, and they were like, "Maybe you need to talk louder." And whoa, she said, "I have a microphone. I don't really." <laughs> yeah, like I don't like. Are you? I mean, is the implication that uh, you know? I mean, I guess you're dealing with drunks, but is the implication that you're supposed to yell into the microphone? Like, I, that- I think okay. it. I think it's because of like we said, the venue. They're used to fucking. Loud bands. They're, yeah, they're used to metal bands, and they're used to knowing everyone that plays. And it doesn't work the same when you're not doing metal bands. It didn't have to be comedy. It could have been an R&B singer. Right. It could have been anything. Like, it doesn't matter if they're used to metal bands. They should have some fucking common respect. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we agree with that. If they did that at one of my shows, I'd hit them with a fucking mic stand. Right. But of course, but they would expect that from you. That's not not right, man. No, it wasn't. No, it was a pretty it was a pretty bad night, and the the part that really upset me was, um, one of one of the patrons who will remain nameless, um, was kind of doing a callback to one of the one of the jokes, one of the jokes, and the joke was, um, in in some parts of the country. The, the people can't call me by saying things like, like, well, you're ugly, but I'd fuck you. And so this person at the end of the show decided to yell that out. Only the only thing that was audible was you're ugly. You're ugly. Yeah. They couldn't hear the other part. And wow. uh, yeah. So that was probably the lowest point of the night. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, then there's no reason for that. 
No. Endless, you know? And, uh, I mean, so, people pay good money to go and see shows and stuff like that and definitely have some respect for the performers, too, you know? And everybody else that is sitting there. Right. But, it, it, I mean, the thing is, like, if you're if you're a random person, like, I don't know why you'd pay to go see a comedy show, like, unless you want to go see comedy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to see it, you know, I, I mean... But if you do, then, uh, you know, there's no point in, like, yelling and interrupting the show. It's not, you know, it's like I said, it's not a metal band. It's it's something different, and you can't compete with, like... They specifically go to shows just to fuck up people's days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know if they there was any intent on the, on the part of anything, but... No, I don't really think so. I think so, it's just fun and drunk. Sad. But on, on the plus side, who were the standout acts for the night for you guys? Well, Matt Brown was really good. Yeah, they were they were all good, uh, really. I mean, uh, yeah, I enjoyed they, them all. It's all different stuff. Uh, the second to last guy, Leon Blanda, decided <sighs> to actually address the. Uh, the he noise. was he was great. Like he he didn't even do like much of his scripted material. No, he I think just, he did one bit that was actually stuff that he'd already written. The rest yeah. of it was just him talking to the crowd. It was awesome. So. He was hysterical. That can actually work a crowd. Yeah, he was as much as possible. Yeah, he, he was, was really good. Finished. He actually got mad at me because I I was taking photos with my camera and he was like, you know, every, all you people are nice except for this guy who keeps using the flash like we don't have lights. To which I just want to point out, I didn't say anything because I was like, okay, I guess I'm distracting him, but I'm I wasn't actually using a flash. That's that's mm-hmm. a, a, I think a guide light that that yeah. is standard on like all the SLRs, but. You know. right. But again, it was distracting him, so I was like, all, all right, sorry. So I put the camera down. <laughs> I was like, all right. No, nah, I think he was just giving shit, that's all. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, they were all good, and we appreciate... Uh, I mean, oh, I, very much. I don't think any of them are going to listen to the show, but... But we we do appreciate y'all playing. And I told him that, you know, said sorry, mm-hmm. sorry tonight was rough, you know. Dude, you're going to have some good nights, you're going to have some bad nights. I've had nights where we've literally just played to the other bands. Yeah, me too. I, and that's what I was telling him earlier. I was like, you know, I've driven to uh, Florida, which, you know, I know Mart has no idea of the geography, but it it's what? 10 hours. 10 hours from here, you know? Well, wait, the, what the part Pen- of Florida? Uh, Pensacola. Five. So. Pensacola? Yeah. Pepsi Cola. Exactly. We, we drove. Exactly. To, we drove to Pepsi Cola, and uh, we played in a vegan coffee house in front of probably three people. That's code for hippie vagina. Where you know. What's up, bitch? I'm gonna fuck your hippie, your, your hippie <laughs> coffee house. But what did I, wait? What was it? Vegan coffee house. I'm gonna take that fucking vegan coffee house. I'm gonna put my fucking dick in my fucking rib bitch and run that right your Suck that fucking. Suck that fucking dick, you fucking. So I understand (laughs) bad nights as well. And bad grass. Yes. Oh, I'd like to thank Giovanni again, too, because he put on a good show. Isn't it Giovanni? I don't know. I think it's Giovanni. Because when you first told me, I thought it was Giovanni, which is a common common Italian name. It's Giovanni. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, so that was something. Well, you can go into your story now. Oh no! I was just gonna say we, you, know, you were talking about broadswords, and yeah. she was the Amber was telling me. Apparently, there's this whole thing where people reenact Viking battles, and they actually put on like chain mail and shit, and mm-hmm. fight with spears. 
And it's this yeah, society. It's pretty popular over here. All sorts of different ones. Well, apparently we have them even here in New Orleans. I was like, I've never fucking heard of that in my life. Something just broke. His heart. Somebody just dropped something on the ground. I heard it. The mic. Was it in my house? No, no. It was Manny's loud ass. It wasn't me. Boom goes the dynamite. Every every time every every time we got Manny on, she makes lots of noise because she likes it. Either I make noise or Rum leaves. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Rum's gonna leave and you make noise. What the fuck? That's right. Bitch. You gotta fucking make some noise. You fucking hey, I can't help noise. the neighbors, man. That's right, bitch. You fucking make noise for me. That's right. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Scream it like the way I like it. Ooh, there you go. With Adam's <laughs> rape phone voice, I like that. Marge, you shut your fucking mouth. I'm gonna fucking make you like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do scared or slightly aroused. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> actually a little a bit of both. both. <laughs> yeah. That's how I like I to do it. That's mixing any possible lover. Mm. That's how I like my women violent. You like them violet? Violent. Oh, violent. Yeah. They said violet. I want a woman that's not afraid to bruise a man and tie him to a radiator and leave him there for three days, you know? You hear that, ladies? Rape. Just find But, hey, I give as good as I get. You hear that, ladies? Rape. It's not rape. Butt pussy. It's just bondage. That's not bondage, dude. That's it's, fucking kidnapped. It's, it's occasionally it's misery. <laughs> the movie. It says it's a struggle cuddle. It was a book. I know, but I saw the movie. I didn't read the book. Did you call that a struggle cuddle? Yes. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use that. Yeah, I saw that t-shirt. There was a t-shirt actually. online. It's a struggle yeah. cuddle? Yeah. Don't you posted it, but that's where I stole it from. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Mandy. Oh, yeah. Her, I designed that. With her struggle cuddle Did t-shirt. Did you? <laughs> I like that. You don't like it? Mm, mm, struggle cuddle. By the way, apparently we have to make a t-shirt specifically for Wayne's mom. Yes, my mom requested a, very, a t-shirt. A very specific t-shirt. She wants the words M. Hog on the front and on the back. Uh-huh. It says, has to say mom. Oh, we can definitely hook her up. Yeah, yes. So I am on that. No, right. we should just get one that says mom hog. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would not like that very much. The mom hog uh, podcast. That's yeah. a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. You get your mom, my mom, and Adam's mom, and Mandy's mom, and Rum's mom, all on a podcast together. Well, well one of those will never happen. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> Radio <Never>. Gold. <laughs> and, it, and it ain't because she's dead. <laughs> oh, my. Is she tied up in a basement? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen her all day, maybe. Oh, <laughs> Everybody needs a hobby. That's Ours why, is talking to that's you. Why, that's why I disembowel women. <laughs> I told you guys it was not <laughs> it was not bondage. Mm-hmm. You say there's a fine line between bondage and chopping someone into several pieces and bathing in their innards. Well, maybe not that fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a gorge now. I'm pretty sure Mart was just stealing from David Tell just now. I noticed. What? I noticed, motherfucker. I heard that cadence. I don't think he knows who David Tell is. Mart doesn't know who David Tell is? What's I don't David know who Tell? David. Fuck you. You're never coming on the show again, you motherfucker. Come on. Well, hang on. David Tell is, is like one of the last gods of comedy. David Tell is, is Adam's uh, hero. Fuck yeah. David Tell comedian. Yeah, he's really funny. 
No, I mean, it's not just me. He's basically inspired, like, an entire generation of comics. Yeah. You know? I was like... Is his name Dave Attell? Attell. Well, it's it's Attell, but yeah. It's Attell, yeah. It's it's apparently a Jewish name. I like how you said that, Dave Attell. I'm shocked that he's never played in... uh, Maybe he's played in England, you just haven't heard of him. Possibly. Next time I look at his face, he just looks like some random... Street bomb. Some homeless dude, right? He does kind yeah. of. Yeah, he used to do a show. He's most well known for doing a show called, uh, not Up All Night, uh, Insomniac. Yeah, yeah. Basically, oh, okay, he yes. would go to he would go to bars and shit like that, and he would he would tour towns in the middle of the night and uh and then do comedy shows and shit. It was pretty cool. He actually did it here in New Orleans once, which was horrifying because he he found. We used to have this sheriff named Harry Lee. He he died. And Harry Lee was this racist old Chinese dude, but he was also the dude who kept, like, Jefferson Parish... Safe. Well, fairly safe. Yeah. You know, safer than New Orleans. Well, certainly. there was less There was less murders here at the time he was here. Right. And uh, so, Attell does a gig uh, uptown or downtown or something like that, and uh, then some someone at, at the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office got in contact with him, so he gets now. Bear in mind, Harry Lee was probably what eighty something at that. Oh point. yeah, yeah, at least he was. He was old. They get into a truck with him <laughs> and take him off into the bayou to go shoot nutria, which are essentially giant rats. Yeah, they're like beavers without the beaver tail. And so he gives like the world <laughs> like this idea that New Orleans is like this backwoods hick town where we we just jump in the back of trucks and we go shoot ourselves some nutria. We're going to have ourselves some dinner tonight. You sure it was in the bayou and it wasn't It wasn't right here in Metairie? Because I remember when they did that one time where they, they were like the neutral were eating that, and that canal up there and they were digging big holes. So what they would do is at night they would come out with 22s and fucking shoot them. Maybe it was, but I thought it was on the West Bank. It might have been. It might have been because I know it was a big bad. Like it was, way, it was a problem for a while. Either way, they weren't in the they weren't in near any like actual like rural like city areas. Yeah, they they made it look like we're a bunch of like backwoods hicks that they just like go shoot roadkill. You know, it's it's fucking bizarre. And uh, I mean, I don't blame Dave Vitell. I just uh, like what what retard thought this was good PR. But Harry Lee was that kind of guy. Like he, he was buddies with uh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is an honorary sheriff's deputy here in New Orleans. Well, in, Jeff- in Jefferson show. Parish. Yeah, he had a show. Uh, this was that was after Harry Lee died. But yeah, he had a show where he he. Right, he would go around mm-hmm. and pretend he, it was like cops with Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. Was it quite real? Or was he pretend? Was it looked staged? Um, I'm some, sure. I some doubt of it was, was staged, but but what happened was, um, I, I know a bunch of cops out here. And what they did was uh, most of the things were like when the stuff was already like the pre-arrests and everything mm-hmm. that was already done. And then he would come in, you know, right. it was like all the all the dangerous shit was pretty much over with. Right. But then that ended because uh, he turned- raped a Chinese girl. <laughs> Allegedly. No, he had her chained to a radiator in his, his room, like his, his house. Oh my. So he did. He did a um, uh, what was that? Uh, super freak. Rick James. Yeah, oh, yeah. He kicked the Rick James. So they ended the show. And now and now he's in Florida doing it again. Oh, is he? Yeah. Him and uh He was probably the one driving the van while that lady was shaving. Probably right. so. <laughs> so it's it's Steven Seagal and Shaq. And, and Shaq? You know the Shaq is a like a sheriff's deputy, right? Yeah, here? 
Not here in, uh, is it Tampa? Oh, okay, okay. Might be Orlando. Yeah, no, he's... Yeah, pull, you get pulled over and fucking eight-foot-tall Shaq walks out. Mm-hmm. I don't get you rested. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what. just like some sort of How you doing? My name's... Uh, uh, That's an episode. <laughs> my name's Officer Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, uh, I'm going to shoot some free throws, and then I'm going to put you in jail. I can't, even though I don't, can't shoot the three throws. You know what I'm saying? You don't make fun of me anymore. Oh. I don't take that. I'm Shaquille O'Neal. I was I was a five-time NBA champion. I don't shoot the free throws. He goes to throw people in the cells and they just bounce off either side of the door and come back out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Mark Hunter, I'm yes. gonna dunk your ass in prison. That's what's gonna happen. I'll get you. And what I mean by dunk, I mean stick it in your ass. Anyway, and there's nothing you and there's nothing you can do about it. Because I'm a big man. Hashtag butt pussy. Butt pussy. <laughs> Oh. Is there any chance we can make that the title of this episode? Hashtag by pussy. Probably. I don't know if iTunes will post it, but I'll do it. Hashtag butt. Butt kitty. Uh, sorry. We can put butt kitty or butt cat or. That's funny. Man butt pussy. Butt cunt. Yeah, I don't think It'd be so. Like man bear pig. <laughs> man butt pussy. Man bear pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so this episode's, uh, I guess, coming to a close. Yes, it is. I believe we are just kind of mouthing off, and and you got to leave in a few minutes. I got to leave. I got to leave. Um, (laughs) I just want to say thank you, Mandy, for making all our our posters and flyer designs. Yeah. Hey, no problem. John Rowe was really excited to give his first autograph. Yeah, he was. He got his first autograph, and and I got you a copy for you. Awesome. That's exciting. So, I got everybody a copy, including you, Mart. I was just going to say, where's my fucking present? I got your fucking present. Well, if you'd ever come to America, you can get it. I got you. Yeah, to England. I'm going to bring it with you. I'm going to put a bow around my dick. I still wouldn't open it. There's already one there. It's not a very big big present, but you can have it anyway. (laughs) It's the thought that counts, right? Well, I hope you want it. In small packages. That's right. I hope Dynamite, you, bitch. I hope you want it. He can't return it. He already has your name tattooed on it. Yeah, come on, Mart. You know how long it took me to get Mart Flanagan written on my dick? Flanagan's a big last name. Yeah. He spelled it with an I. <laughs> <laughs> I have an I anywhere in my name. <laughs> He's waiting for the cover-up date. There's no I in Flanagan or team. That's right. Well, there is a me and team. Well, there will be an I and you. Anyway. <laughs> well, again, thank you all both for sitting in and hanging out and running your mouth with me and Mr. Adam here. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I have to say sorry sorry to Adam for constantly throwing his stories off on tangents with my random questions. I've just got no idea about your American culture or yeah. people. In my America, America culture yeah. will be very different. America! There's going to be like Chinese food restaurants on every corner. America! Titties. America! A&W root beer. America! Aged vanilla <laughs> nectar of the gods A&W root beer. And that's America. And beef stroganoff on every kid's bowl at night. America. <laughs> and Amy, Amy Pond's Hooters. And you need Apollo Creed and James Brown in the background of this. And, <laughs> and you know what? You know what? You know what else there's going to be? I'm going to get rid of Obamacare 
And yes. I'm going to replace it with Masters of the Universal Healthcare. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I have the power! <laughs> That's proper healthcare right there. It is, it yes. is. And it even comes with a lesson at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and That's a giant tiger to ride. <laughs> It'd be more like, I have the healthcare! <laughs> Every man alive and woman deserves their own bank <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I have the health care you deserve, but not the health care you need. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going to shut this off, so thank y'all very much. That's right, thank you. I'm going to fucking thank you. That's right. It's so good. It's going to fucking feel good. You tell them. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to thank you. It's going to feel so good. I'm going to fucking keep it metal up in that shit. Thank you. Pussy. <laughs> Thanks for this butt pussy and uh <laughs> thank you, Adam. Butt pussy. I, I was your host Wayne. I'm gonna start singing that whenever whenever we have a guest on that doesn't know anything about us, I'm just gonna like like hi, I'm Mike. Butt pussy <laughs> What? Butt pussy And he is Butt pussy Adam. That's right. And you are ma'am. <laughs> Miss Mandy Maggot. Ooh, yeah! And yeah, you, yeah. you from Mr. English person. I'm token English standing guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah! <laughs> Mad Mark Flanagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah! And we are the MHOG Podcast. Uh, and remember to... But Keep it metal! That's it.